0: And use code Ross. That's code Ross for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call eight seven seven eight Hope NY or text Hope NY four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call eight 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 seven. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas, and we are recording this week's Even Money Podcast a day early to make sure you guys know exactly how you can place your bets for the Masters. We are presented by BetDSI. They are the guys that make this thing go year-round, but we need you to take advantage of what they're offering by getting to betdsi.com, if you haven't already, use the code Tucker15. Today is a great opportunity to do it. Do it for the Masters. Why not? Steve's about to tell you what bets you should place, and when you place those bets, make sure you do it at betdsi.com after you use the code Tucker15. Steve's Twitter handle at Sports, The only. Two-time winner of the Super Bowl of Professional Football Betting. Want to get his thoughts on how the Final Four wrapped up as well. I am merely Ross Tucker at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter, former NFL offensive lineman that loves learning about the gambling gambling gaming world. And let's do some learning right now, Steve. All right, so before we get into the master stuff though, Steve, I did want to kind of recap. You know, the final four and the national championship game. Um, what unfolded in those games that interests you from a betting standpoint? How did the books do in those games and, and, and in the, the national championship game on Monday night?
1: Yeah, the books did well after really the whole tournament, Ross, after the opening Thursday when all the favorites rolled through. So very good uh March Madness For the Las Vegas books the one book that didn't do so good there was one better Ross at the South Point one of the local casinos here who kept rolling over money line bets on North Carolina and he finished up with a flourish betting to win $250,000 on North Carolina to win in the finals after betting them to just to win in the semifinals and so he's a very happy camper
0: that, and that's what you recommended before the tournament started. You said, don't pick North Carolina to win it. Just pick them with the money line every week.
1: Yeah, just because they were 8-1 to one to win it all before the tournament started and you make more money rolling over the money line each and every week. For next year, if everyone wants to get a pen and paper and put a little note, um, final four games now, first half, Ross, are uh, if you bet the over, you go 10-5 in the first half. In the second half, if you bet every under in final four games the past six years, you're eleven and four. Kind of makes sense that usually they play, they call these games tight early. This wasn't necessarily the case in the finals game, but for the most part, and the refs, other than this championship game, usually let the teams play in the second half. So second half unders eleven and four now in final fours.
0: Wow, man, it's amazing all the different things that you can bet, all the different angles that people have. And speaking of that, I want to get into golf a little bit with you. We've got the Masters tomorrow, which is why we're recording this on a Wednesday. We want to give people the insight they want if they want to bet the Masters. Uh, So hopefully people listen to it this afternoon, tonight, before they place any of their wagers. I don't know a lot about betting golf, so I'm going to just get some thoughts from you. I, I guess... What are the bets, you know, you said for the NCAA tournament, you know, don't bet a team to win it, you know, bet the money line each week, blah, blah, blah. What are the bets like that for the Masters? Like, what are the bets where it's like, you definitely should do this or you definitely should not do this?
1: Right. So I'm going to avoid the needle in the haystack bets. I'm not going to tell you who's going to win the Masters, especially with um, uh, Dustin Johnson and Spieth and McIlroy, the three, you know, key favorites all at under 10 to 1, but I'll be looking at matchups, golfer versus golfer, and I'm not going to pass myself off by any way, shape, or form as any kind of golf expert. I do have some guys that are have very good golf betting acumen, so they're researching all of these matchups between players. I can tell you one of the... So, so, by example, if you get two equal golfers, you can bet one golfer to beat the other golfer over the course of the tournament minus $1. ten in each direction, so a lot less vague. And then there are props, uh, Ross, that range from... Uh, what's the winning score going to be in the masters? 280 is the projected winning score. That's eight under par. What's the lowest round to be shot? 65 and a half is the number on that. Uh, will a player finish in the top five? You can bet Dustin Johnson. Will he finish in the top five? Yes or no. Those are the sort of bets that, um, my guys that are professional gamblers focus in on more, but there's one, um, de- development that just occurred. The weather report going to be windy both thursday and friday and i think that's going to have a big impact on these betting propositions
0: so that's what the pros do they they, they mainly just do the props
1: the matchups head to head and the props yeah they might every now and then take a flyer on who's going to win but that's almost recreation for them their biggest bets will be on things like what will be the lowest uh, first round score i know a friend of mine played that the I'm not the first round score, the lowest score in the tournament, and he played that the lowest score will be over 65. and his rationale was because of the wind, Ross. He said it's going to be very, very difficult to um, go ahead and really go low with the winds blowing at 20 miles per hour plus on Thursday and Friday. And by the time we get to Saturday or Sunday, the pin's um, placements would be a little bit more difficult. There will be fewer players left, and he does not feel someone's going to be able to shoot a 64 on this course.
0: What do you mean by matchups? you just mean like the guys that are playing together that day?
1: Um, th- what they do is they, they go ahead and set matchups. One golfer against another example, Dustin Johnson, right now is against Spieth. speeth is plus 130. Dustin Johnson is minus 150. Uh, against Rory, D- Dustin Johnson is minus one thirty. McElroy is take back plus a dollar ten. So you can bet on which of the two is going to win their individual tournament results for the four rounds. What
0: does that mean? Take back plus plus hundred ten.
1: So you bet a hundred to make a hundred ten onto the underdog. Uh, McElroy, or you can take the favorite, Dustin Johnson, and you can lay $130 just to, to make 100 for him to beat McElroy. Dustin Johnson is the favorite in the Masters, so he is favorite against every other golfer in the field in an individual uh, I
0: just I never heard the, the term or the word take-back before.
1: Yeah, so usually it's a 20-cent line at the Good Books where – uh, if the two golfers are evenly matched, it'll be minus 110 in each direction. So then, similar to an NFL money line, if you have a minus 150 favorite, the take back on the underdogs is usually plus 130.
0: Got it. Okay. Speaking of the NFL, um, and I want to get back to the golf thing momentarily, uh, the news about Tony Romo, Steve, I'm just curious, I guess that the, none of the books had put out their their win totals for the season yet anyway but i i would imagine is there anything you could bet i mean you could bet to win the super bowl odds right like the last couple weeks
1: yes but similar to picking the golfer to win it all after the patriots at, at plus 450 so that's four and a half to one uh it's real hard to find any value i i will tell you ross There's a lot of unhappy bettors that took a flyer on the Houston Texans thinking they might get Romo, and they took 20-1 to on the Texans based upon that possibility. And now it's looking um, like a certainty that uh, Romo's going to be the lead man in the booth as an announcer. I wanted to ask you about that. I know Bonnie Bernstein is not happy about this. How does Ross Tucker feel about this?
0: Uh, well, you know, I, I guess I've I've kind of accepted it a while ago. You know what I mean? I, I've kind of just understood that that's the way it goes. Um, you know, what's interesting is he's not a Super Bowl champion. He's not, you know, a Hall of Fame player. But long-time starter for the Dallas Cowboys. They think he'll do a nice job. And I think he'll do a nice job as well. You know, that does – I mean, I, I wouldn't say I'm uh, a huge fan of it, Steve, but I've – I understand that's the way the business works. And I think he'll do well because I think he'll put the time in. And also, they'll probably have him do three to five test games before the season starts. He'll do a couple of them with Jim Nance to make sure he's comfortable when he actually starts doing them. What I've seen that I think is much worse, and I've seen examples where it's a travesty, is they just put a guy right into the booth to do an NFL game with no practice, no teaching, nothing. I mean, I, I, I watched the game. I think it was Carolina and Cleveland, and it was, I mean, it was, you can probably find it on social media really, really bad. And the shame of it is, you're really putting that guy in a tough spot. I mean, Romo at least has four months to prep, and he'll be ready. He'll, he'll do fine. He'll do a nice job. I'm sure he'll be great at it. But... There's other times where they just say to a guy, "Hey, uh, yeah, you were a pretty good player. We're going to give you this game, you know, October seventh, and it's like, or October twenty-first, and it's like two weeks earlier than that. And the guy's never done a game before, doesn't really have a chance to do a, a test game in between. That really becomes, that really becomes tough and can be a, a disaster. It's a little bit. I don't know how many other industries are like it, Steve. I thought about this that where. You know, it's not really a meritocracy. And I guess everybody listening is like, oh, my business isn't a meritocracy either. But there still usually is some process whereby you have to, you know, prove yourself and move up the ranks. That's just not really the case um, with broadcasting, right or wrong. It doesn't really – I mean, th- they must. there must be some logic behind it because a lot of these networks do it. You know, I've been doing games for 10 years, so – Anyway, I do think, however, though Steve, that your point about the Texans—that's what I wanted to ask you about—because I felt like, um, you know, that would be uh, um, a big bet. You know, it, it won't affect the win total numbers now, but I can just imagine, you know, a lot of people were thinking that as it related to the Texans. That stinks because that was probably that was probably worth taking a flyer on.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, one thing, I, going back to the announcers, I've always been an advocate that the reason that the Patriots are so good is that Belichick, he, in his earpiece, he's got his technician that's telling him, hey, Bill, you got to call timeout here. You've got to go for it. And he can veto that guy, but I, he rarely does. And the same thing with announcers, Ross. I really feel um, similar to the movie broadcast news where the announcer's asking questions, but his producer's screaming in his earpiece what to ask to make him look good. These guys – Unfortunately, in my opinion, are lost so often that they're missing something key, especially like during instant replays when it's crystal clear to me. Oh, this play is going to get overturned and they'll be saying, oh, it looks like he's, I don't know what they're looking at. He's got both feet in bounds. Yeah, but he falls to the ground and he drops the ball and they, and they just need help there. And, I, and the number one thing I would say within the production booth is that there should be a third guy that can help the announcer when he's clearly misstating something to help him and, and be able to correct him immediately. Because I see that all the time that they're left on an Island making a statement that's clearly untrue and no one's got their back.
0: Yep. I think that that is um, a really, really uh, good point. Well said. Usually you know, the the goal is that the producer uh would be able to notice that, but there's there's a lot going on. I actually would like the idea of the sideline person to be an analyst, you know, that actually played the game and can report insight that they see or hear down there, um, based on, you know, like a lineman, you know what I mean, being down there. So anyway, that's neither here nor there. That's for another day. I did want to get your thoughts before we leave the golf thing and the Masters. Is there a sport – like, are there sports that generally, Steve, people do better on and, and other sports do worse? Or do they all fall into about the same category? If does, Is that a That's fair the- question? Like, are there sports where over time people really, you know, tend to do better when they bet – NBA versus whatever. You you said WNBA, right? That's why you're big into WNBA.
1: That's a great question. I would say the sports that betters are the, the, the betters that want to be profitable, Ross, the more obscure the sport, the less anyone's following it, the better the opportunity to win. Example, arena football starts this week, and there's no better sport to make money than arena football. Now, why don't pros bet arena football? Well, the line is only up uh, – Baltimore is playing Washington here Friday, and Baltimore's laying two and a half, and it's only up at one book. That line, Ross, could be off by five points. But no pro is going to bet a th- into a $300 limit before anyone else copies that line. And so you, you will see lines move five points in stuff like that. College basketball totals at open, NASCAR, prop betting, how many – um, yellow flag. I don't even know what a yellow flag is, but you can bet on how many there will be. I guess a caution flag um, over the course of a race, and there's guys that just do great tracking this for different tracks. One's more likely to have accidents and less likely. Um, a mainstream sport like MLB or NBA, really tough to beat because the limits are high enough that it attracts the attention of the very best bettors in the world. Although the NFL has even higher limits, I'd argue the NFL is easier to beat. And the reason being is that the public will get involved and they'll dwarf the pros who are betting on the game. Example, Carolina's playing Denver in the Super Bowl. Denver, great defense, struggling on offense. Uh, Peyton Manning well pass his prime. Denver's catching six in the game where they have a great chance to win the game outright.
0: Let's get into a couple other sports. Just curious to get your thoughts with baseball starting. Uh, we probably should have done the win totals last week before it actually started, but um, any, did anything jump out to you there? there? Is there anything you can still bet on now?
1: The win totals are gone, but I think one thing to look at is team bet on teams, bet against teams, Ross. There are certain teams that, you know, right out of the get go, I'm going to be looking to play on or against a, a play, a team I'm going to selectively look to play against is the Cubs. I just think they're so public. They were so good last year. They won the World Series. You could make the case that they're probably, instead of winning 103 games, uh, they're projected to win 96 games this year. That's probably about what they're going to win. So I think if you pick your spots well and don't go against Jake Arrieta, who looks great, I think you're going to make some money betting against the Cubs. The Houston Astros is is the wise guy's team right now. Their season win number got bet up to 91.5. I follow more the National League than the American League, but – They are all telling me Houston has a great bullpen. They're going to have better on-base percentage guys this year. So uh, the Houston Astros is the the under-the-radar team that the pros are betting on, and everyone agrees pros and Joes, the San Diego Padres, Ross, projected to win 65 games, and no one thinks they're going to be able to win more than 60.
0: Wow. That would be historically bad. That's interesting. What What about the NBA with the playoffs coming around soon?
1: The NBA has changed completely in two weeks. I want to make a bold statement here. I want to make two bold statements. Cleveland is not going to win the East. Wow. And I know, I know that they always get better in the playoffs, but their defense is so bad here in the second half of the year. They are struggling so much on defense. And I'm going to say the NBA season is over, Ross. Golden State clinched the title when they absolutely smashed Houston twice and came back down 20 against the Spurs in the first half and won in San Antonio, KD is doing much better than expected from injury. They should have won last year if Draymond Green hadn't gotten suspended. And they're minus 170 right now to win the title. And I was worried about them with all the problems they are having. They're playing great ball. They win the championship easy, Ross.
0: Okay, So, but is that a good bet then?
1: I think it's a good bet. I think everything has changed in the past two weeks. You still find minus 160. And I was going to take the field two weeks ago because um, they, Golden State was struggling. Uh, there were uncertainties about Kevin Durant. And I said, wow, you know, this is being priced back then like Kevin Durant. It's a, it's a guarantee he's coming back. And the team's not going to get anyone injured. Well, no one's gotten injured. Durant's doing better than expected. And the team out of nowhere is just kicking ass without him. They're the best team by light years right now in the NBA without KD, the second-best player in the NBA, behind LeBron. I don't think that they're going to have one series that goes seven games. Wow. I like it.
0: That'll do it for this week's Even Money podcast. Great stuff, Steve. As always, feel much more ready to go about the Masters. That was awesome. And now that I know what to do with the Masters, which guys to key in on, what other things to know, one place I can do it, DraftKings.com. After all, they're hosting a free fantasy golf contest with $100,000 in total prizes up for grabs. Look, you don't need to be one of these people that live and breathe golf. Maybe some of you are. Or maybe you just want another sport to make it a little bit more interesting. Well, golf is a great one. Because it gives you four days to follow along. Just pick six golfers before the tournament tees off tomorrow morning. Outscore the competition and win. This is the best thing you can do other than actually playing in the event. Remember, the tournament starts tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. So hurry to DraftKings.com now. Get free entry in the $100,000 contest for golf's first major with promo code FUMBLE. That's code FUMBLE to play for free for your share of $100,000 in total prizes this Thursday. But again, only at DraftKings.com. Eligibility restrictions may apply, so make sure you see DraftKings.com for details. Speaking of details, that'll do it. I don't know when we'll record next week. I don't know, Steve. We can talk about when we want to record. But we'll record in time for whatever you want us to record In time for, like we did today, a day early. Other than that, good luck, everybody, with the Masters. Or if you make some of the baseball bets. Whatever, I don't care. Whatever you do. Good luck. I hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast,
1: all available on iTunes at rostucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.